the blessing of God does not fail. He said, the blessing of the Lord naked rich and added no sorrow. Every child of God has been given. But not every child of God has received. This is the word lambano. Lambano is an active word. Lambano needs to take Lamana needs to go and get a hold of something. They that receive abundance of grace shall win in life. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Just bless His holy name. Oh Lord, we bless you, we adore you. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your presence in our lives. Thank you for your presence in this place. Right now, hearts and minds are open to receive the word of God. I pray for your people that will receive it as the truth of God. That will receive it as a better way. That will be transformed as your word abides in them. That will bring forth much fruits of the word of God. That grace and peace be multiplied unto them in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Praise God. Tell someone you're welcome to church. The last Sunday of the second month of the year of the supernatural. Praise God. Amen. Are you working in supernatural? Hallelujah. I said the supernatural is your normal. That's your normal. Amen. That's your normal. That's your normal. Divine interventions every day. Divine interventions in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Once you are involved, there's a supernatural. Praise God. Amen. Once you are involved, then Things have to go in your favor. Hallelujah. Praise God. Remember I told you that uh, you have to have the right mindset. Amen. The mindset of faith. Praise God. The mindset of faith. Hallelujah. It says we have in the same spirit of faith. Amen. So there's a mindset. That mindset would change your atmosphere and to make things work out for your good. Praise God. So, um, understanding spiritual gifts, right? Are you finding the teaching enlightened? Huh? You're learning more about spiritual gifts? Hallelujah. So, uh, yeah, 
So they want to talk more on that. Amen. Glory, glory. So today I want to shed more light on prophets and prophecy, the gift of prophecy. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that you understand what it's about. Praise God. Because I told you that there are different kinds of prophecy. Praise God. And sometimes prophecy is a general word used to classify a lot of things. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's, let's go into the Bible and understand what a prophet is or what prophet is and the gift of prophecy. Hallelujah. First God. Okay, so let's go first to um, Genesis in chapter 20, first God. Verse 7. So, we said there are a lot of things that connect a prophet to talk about the office of a prophet is different from the gift of prophecy and there's also visions and dreams praise God hallelujah when you study the Bible because the Bible is our manual praise God we get our understanding from the Bible not in another uh, another book praise God um, uh, a prophet is one who speaks for God. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you look at the Old Testament, the Bible says men fell, right? Man fell. Hallelujah. And man fell short of the grace of God. Hallelujah. So, in time, God will pick certain people, hallelujah, and make them prophets. So that through them, he could bring grace to people. He could bring his blessings to some. Hallelujah. So, a prophet was one that would speak for God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's read this one, right? So this is when um, Abimelech had issues with Abraham when he took Abraham's wife. Praise God. And here God is talking to him. So he says, now therefore restore the man, his wife. That's Sarah. Hallelujah. For he is a prophet. Hallelujah. So God is saying that what he said, Abraham is a prophet. Praise God. I mean, did you know that? But God said Abraham is a prophet. Hallelujah. So he's prophet Abraham. Hallelujah. So he says he's a prophet and he shall pray for thee and thou shalt live. Hallelujah. Amen. And if thou restore and not, know that thou shalt surely die. All right. So that's where prophet is, praise God. A prophet was someone that speaks for God. A prophet was someone 
that had the authority he had the right to pray praise god hallelujah he had he had the he had the ability to pray and get answers to his prayer hallelujah that's what god is showing abimele say he's a prophet he once he prays for you his prayers are gonna work praise god hallelujah so that's why prophet because all men had fallen short of the grace of god it was only the a few people like the prophet that had the right to pray hallelujah they had the right to ask god for something and god would do it so god would choose people to be prophets who will speak for him hallelujah and who could who could make demands from god and god would instantly respond hallelujah so that's who uh, a prophet is praise god amen so a prophet's prayer was a powerful prayer amen was a prophet prayed for you in the old testament or before the old testament that's a guarantee praise god hallelujah but you see that's that's that was the advantage of the old test of the pre old because this is before the old testament amen old testament started in exodus right praise god so this is pre pre old testament hallelujah amen are you with me praise god all right so in the new testament we pray in the name of jesus hallelujah hallelujah so we have that same access to god praise god what the prophets had that prayer right now jesus christ gives us his right to pray hallelujah praise god are you getting it so i'm just trying to show you what was there before and what it is now praise god praise god so now as christians we have that right hallelujah to pray because we are praying in the name of jesus praise god we have that right of prophet that right that the only the prophet had in the old testament a few people had now the christian has the right to pray to make demands from god hallelujah and god will move to action praise god glory to jesus all right so let's proceed amen exodus chapter 7 from verse 1 a, a prophet is one that speaks for god hallelujah amen so when god has a message for the people he will send someone so when he sends somebody that person is a prophet hallelujah so this is a funny incident because moses had a stammering issue praise god <laughs> moses was a stammerer he started so uh one time he asked god that he had that issue but it's not good in speaking and uh, instead of him to ask God to heal him, he was grumbling about it. And uh, God said, okay, no problem. <laughs> so God said, he said, and the Lord said to Moses, see, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh. Praise God. Hallelujah. And Aaron, thy brother, shall be thy prophet. Praise God. That's funny, right? <laughs> Praise God, because he was supposed to be the prophet, the one delivering the message to to pharaoh praise god hallelujah but because he was grumbling about his stammering issue before god god said okay no problem you are not going to be like the god let's change the position praise god so aaron will not be your prophet so 
when they got to Pharaoh, Aaron would be the one doing the speaking. So he would be quiet. Why? <laughs> so he was not like the God. And Aaron was not like the prophet. That's funny. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright, next verse. It says, Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh, that he send the children of Israel out of his land. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. All right. That's, that's for that. So we see that. Amen. Now let's go to um, Acts chapter 2, verse 17. Are you there? And it shall come to pass that he's re-echoing what the prophet Joel said, right? You can also find this in Joel, the book of Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all, fl all flesh. Amen. So about all Christians. Amen. And your sons and daughters shall... Now this is significant because in the Old Testament, they didn't, God didn't pour out his spirit on all people. Amen. He poured out the spirit on just the prophets, the priests, and the kings. First God. Maybe the Nazarites. First God. The Nazarites. So basically four groups of people. Do you remember who a Nazarite is? Who's a Nazarite? Can someone remind me? Who's a Nazarite? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is there? That's good. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, in Nazareth was a selected person. Hallelujah. That uh, God would choose for specific responsibility. Hallelujah. From among the Jews. Amen. So for instance, Samson was a a Nazarite so he had a spirit and one of the laws of Nazarites is that they cannot drink praise God hallelujah and when I taught you flee drunkenness I explained this in that series that in the Old Testament the only people that were commanded not to drink alcohol were the Nazarites praise God hallelujah so the Nazarites were the only people that had that command not to drink, not to cut their hair. Praise God. So, those were the main two laws of the Nazarites. Hallelujah. Alright. So, so this is significant. So now he says, now he's, he's prophesying. He's giving a message and he says, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to pour out my spirit on all. I mean, the people that had the spirit were supernatural. They had supernatural lives. Praise God. Amen. So now he's saying the supernatural is going to be for everybody. Praise God. I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. On all flesh. And your sons. This is your sons and daughters. So because he was talking to them and he knew it was going to be later on. So he told them that their generation at that time, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Hallelujah. 
that this is this is the gift of prophecy hallelujah amen this is the gift of what is the gift of prophecy amen you see your sons and daughters shall prophesy it says your young men shall what see visions praise god hallelujah you see your young men shall see visions hallelujah and your old men shall dream dreams so that's the gift of seeing visions hallelujah and the gift of what dreaming what that's the gift of dreaming dreams praise god that's it right there praise god hallelujah so uh, so when people say there's nothing like the gift of dreams that's what the bible says right here it says it says the whole man shall dream dreams and i've heard some people teach on this and they try to they try to look down that he said old men they say old men <laughs> they say old men that means so they, they've tried to because they have a wrong doctrine so they're trying to remove dreams from it and say old man is no praise god old man is more mature than young man hallelujah praise god you see so when you, when you study old man old man is is a higher level so uh let's just follow bible amen so it says the old man shall dream dreams hallelujah praise god so we said the gift of uh prophecy the gift of uh seeing visions hallelujah and the gift of um dreaming dreams and i told you before i said the gift of dreaming dreams is different from the general dreams, spiritual dreams, right? I said general dreams. God can normal now. Okay, all right. There's a normal. There's a normal dream, right? That's not spiritual. Praise God, right? That's a normal dream. Then there is a spiritual dream. Hallelujah. So a spiritual dream. Let's call it spiritual dream, right? Because we're in church, right? So we don't have to call the power of darkness spiritual. We don't have to say that. Okay. So since we're in church, so spiritual dreams are God's giving dreams, right? God's communicating to you personally. Praise God. Now it might be about you. It might be about somebody close to you. Praise God. That's God giving you a dream. Hallelujah. It could be a direction. It could be an instruction. It could be a warning. It could be, hey, come on. It could be a blessing. Hallelujah. Remember Solomon? How did God, make, how did God give him the, the, gave him wisdom? It was in his dream. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. God came to him in the night and says, uh, what do you want? And this guy said, I want wisdom. Right? And God said, because you have asked for this, and you have not asked for this, I will add this and this. It was in a dream. Praise God. So God can give you a blessing, an impartation of blessing or grace in the dream. Praise God. So that, that doesn't mean you have the gift of dreams. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's just a general... If you look at the Old Testament, you see that it was a normal thing. Hallelujah. And even unbelievers, like we, we, the first one we're looking at just now was Abimelech, right? It was in a dream that God was talking to him and telling him to return uh, 
Sarah's uh, return Sarah, right? So, so a dream normally is one of the ways God communicates to people. Hallelujah. Hello. How many of you have had such communication from God about your life? Let's just see your hands, right? Okay, so that's quite common, right? So, and, and when you have a, a spiritual dream, you will know it's God. You just have this knowing that this was not an ordinary dream. Praise God. An ordinary dream may come from just maybe your mind movement. So it's it's just of no significance. Praise God. Hallelujah. But a spiritual dream can it's something from God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then let's not neglect the fact that there is also a demonic dream. Praise God. They can be what? A demonic dream. It can be a demonic attack. Praise God. You can find yourself doing something wrong in the dream. That's, that's a demonic dream. Hallelujah. You see, that's a dream. An attack. Praise God. So, when you have, if you have such dreams, you are to wake up and rebuke it. Hallelujah. You see, that's just simple. Praise God. There's no need to cry about it. Praise God. Amen. Whenever you have a dream and you consider it a spiritual attack, don't cry about it. Praise God. The fact that you dream it doesn't mean it has happened. Praise God. Hallelujah. The fact that you, you had a negative dream doesn't mean it has happened. Doesn't mean you are what you saw in the dream. Praise God. Doesn't mean you did it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when you wake up, you have all the authority. Amen. To cancel it. Hallelujah. You've got the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So don't forget that. Don't say, oh, don't start feeling bad because you dreamt a dream where you something happened or you saw yourself doing something uninspiring and you're feeling bad. No, the devil wants you to feel bad. When you feel bad that way, that's when the thing will happen. Praise God. So also, just the way God can impart spiritual blessings through dreams, so also demon spirits can also impart uh, negative things to people through dreams. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So in the dream right there, you may not be able to stop it in the dream. Hallelujah. But when you wake up, you say, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I cancel. Hallelujah. That dream. Praise God. It's a small thing. That's, it's, it's as easy as that. Once you say that, it's, it's a done deal. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright. So, um, that's that about dreams. So I said, that doesn't mean you have a gift of dreams. Praise God. The gift of dreams is something that is more frequent. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Something that is more frequent. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What is a dream? A dream is simply a vision in the night. Praise God. Hallelujah. A, 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 the gift of dreams is simply a vision in the night. Hallelujah. The one we call vision is the one you are awake when it happens. Then when you are not asleep, it's either called a vision or a dream. Uh, uh, let's just see some verses, right? So I don't know why some people are trying to relegate uh, 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 dreams. First, yeah. But first, okay. Let's look at um, 
Okay. Daniel chapter 7. Verse 1. Are you there in chapter 7? It says, In the first year of Belshazzar, the king of Babylon, Daniel had what? He had a dream. Praise God. Daniel had a dream. And visions of his head upon his bed. So a dream is a vision of your head upon. And if you are sleeping, right? And then he wrote the dream. Praise God. You see? He wrote the dream. That's why he told him to, God always told him to write the dream and write the vision. Praise God. Write it. Speak. And told us some of the matters. Next verse. Then he spoke and said, I saw in a vision by night. Are you seeing that? That's also one of the description. When you see a vision by night, is referring to dream. Praise God. You see it? In verse 2, he's calling it vision by night. In verse 1, he calls it vision of my head upon my bed. Praise God. So that's a, that's a, a dream vision. Praise God. So, uh, like I said, I said prophets, the gift of dreams are, are mostly associated with, mostly, praise God, okay? Mostly associated with those in the office of a prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. Matter of fact, when you study the Old Testament, you see that that was a major prophetic office gift. Once somebody had, once somebody was said to be a prophet or among the sons of prophet, he had the gift of seeing visions and dreaming dreams. Those were the two major things that the prophets in the Old Testament had. No matter how young the prophet was, that was his, that was how you know this person is the prophet. First girl. First girl. So the gift of seeing visions, the gift of miracles was not something that was normal for the prophet. The gift of healing was not something that was normal for the prophetic office. The prophetic office are mostly those that had the gift of prophecy, speak for God, and seeing visions and dreaming dreams. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 8, verse 1. Daniel chapter 8, verse 1. This one was not a dream, vision. This one, he was awake, first God. So in chapter 7, he was asleep. In chapter 8, this is another vision he had. He was awake. And in the third year of the reign of King Shazza, uh, a vision appeared unto me. First God, you see this one? So it was, he wasn't sleeping. Understand? This is a vision appeared unto me. You see? And he explains what he saw. Hallelujah. And like I told you before, I said, a vision, the gift of seeing vision, what, what, is, what is it about? It's about, it's about, um, 
hearing or seeing things supernaturally. Praise God. It's about a knowledge, praise God, of something. Either past, present, or future. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that's what vision is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is seeing something about the past, the present, or the future. Hallelujah. That's what a vision is. That's what a dream is. A gift of dreams are. Praise God. Praise God. Those days when you studied the Bible, when, when there is, for instance, remember King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. King Nebuchadnezzar was not a prophet. He was an unbeliever, right? He had a dream. God revealed something to him in a dream. Praise God. But he forgot the dream. Praise God. Then he told them to, he told the magicians, magicians to come and tell him the dream and the interpretation. And they said, no, you, can't, you have to tell us the dream. When you tell us the dream, we will tell you what? The interpretation. Praise God. Hallelujah. So he said, you are playing pranks with me. If you really have power, if you really see visions, tell me the dream. Divine it. Divine the dream. Since you see. Praise God. Now that just tells you that also, that of course, you know, there are things that are not, there are things that are not part, uh, exclusive to the church. Hallelujah. For instance, other religions are prophets. Praise God. Alright? We talk about um Elijah had a battle with a prophet of Baal. Praise God. You see? So in Southern Bible, you see that other religions had prophets and they had seers. Praise God. And they had diviners and dreamers also. So other religion or other people outside Christ can have such power. Praise God. When they have a spirit, hallelujah. When they have a, a, a fallen angel or a demon giving them power. We talk about the girl that followed Paul. Hallelujah. You see how she was a she was a diviner. Praise God. She, you could, people would come to her and pay her money and she could tell them about their life. She can tell them about their past, present, and their future. So when people want to know about so it was a common thing in history that many people had these powers. Hallelujah. And that's seeing visions. Praise God. You see, so um, you need to. Native doctors do this, right? I, I think those days when they act a movie, one of the things they used to act is as you just as people just come to the native doctor, they tell you why you are here. Native doctor will tell you why you are here. This, this, this before you even start talking. Praise God. So it, it's something that those outside Christ have. Hallelujah. That's why you got to be very careful about who you. Uh, think is a true prophet. Praise God. True prophet meaning that whether the person is of God or of the power of darkness. Praise God. So the power of darkness can have this. And when those people now disguise as angels of light, as pastors, as some of them are doing, praise God, Christians that are not sensitive, 
will not know the difference because all they are concerned about is getting answers to whatever. By any means, they just want their solution. Solution to be, they want their solution, their problem to be solved. Anybody that can solve, solve their problem, they are okay. Even though in their own mind, they will know that this is not a real, it's not of Jesus Christ. <laughs> they don't mind. So far, this person can solve their problem. They are okay. You see? So that tells you that they are not even Christians, right? They are Christians in their mouth, but they are after their, they worship their belly, like the Bible says. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'll show you something concerning that. Amen. So, um, so Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. Then the Bible tells us something. That Daniel, Daniel chapter 2. Okay, let's go to Daniel chapter 1 first. Verse 17. Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. Let's see what it says. You know there were four of them. There was Shezrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Because I'm calling them that name because that's a popular name. That was not their real names anyway. But Daniel's own name. It's funny how Daniel's name was not accepted. We still call him Daniel. And he was also given a different name. <laughs> Praise God. When you read the story, you see it. As for these four children, God gave them what? Knowledge and skill in all learning. Hallelujah. The four of them. But guess what? Daniel had what? He had a gift. Daniel had a spiritual gift of seeing visions and dreaming dreams. So the rest didn't have it. Church not mentioned about when they have it. They just had, you know, knowledge and skill and all learning. But Daniel, because Daniel was a prophet. You see, Daniel was a prophet. Hallelujah. So he had understanding of visions and dreams. Praise God. Alright, so when they wanted to arrest them because Nebuchadnezzar was angry that they could not reveal his dream to him. And he said, don't worry, let's pray about it. They prayed about it and God revealed it to Daniel. You see, when they all prayed about it, God revealed it to Daniel because he was the one that had the gift. Let's see that. Daniel chapter 2, verse 28. But there is a God in heaven that revealed secrets and make it known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and the interpret and the, and the and the vision of the head upon thy bed are these. Praise God. Okay, this is uh, not exactly what I was looking for, but uh, let me see. Next verse. I want to show you something. It's nineteen. Same chapter, verse 19. All right. So this was after they prayed, right? This is what we're going through. Then was the secret revealed unto who? In a ninth vision. That's a what? That's a dream, right? Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. So you see that? So it was revealed. So when they prayed, it was in a dream that God answered. So that was how... It was in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, there were three ways that God would answer them. It was either through a vision, a day vision, or a night vision, which is a dream. Or there was something that the priest had called the Urim. 
it was a way to get God's answers concerning certain matters. So they would throw the urine and by the Spirit of God, they could see what God was saying. Either mostly a yes or no question. Praise God. Hallelujah. It was mostly the priest. That was one of the ways the priests would get answers from God. It's called an urine. Urine, right? Is it urine? Something like that. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright. Are you following? So Daniel had that. Alright, let's go back to Numbers chapter 11. Now, I told you that they are, they are, there is controlled prophecy. Praise God. And uncontrolled prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. Controlled prophecy and uncontrolled prophecy. A controlled prophecy is maybe you get a vision about something or a dream about something or, you know, then you go and deliver the message so when you are delivering the message you are prophesying the vision you are talking about what you heard what you saw so you see that i said i said the word prophecy can be a general term for open visions and dream when you are saying when you are not seeing the vision you are prophesying praise god hallelujah when you are seeing the dream you are you are prophesying you are the dream praise god or just a message hallelujah like i told you i said uh prophecy is also a message hallelujah amen it's also a message so i said there's controlled prophecy that means you're in control and you're delivering it just a message from god that you get from god's word or a message from a vision or a dream praise god are you writing all right so I say either a message you get from God's word, hallelujah, or a message from a vision or a dream. It's called prophecy. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's called prophecy. Amen. So I said there is controlled prophecy and there is uncontrolled prophecy. Hallelujah. Somebody said, Paul said the spirit of prophets are subject to the prophets. Yes, he said so. He was talking about controlled prophecy. <laughs> Praise God. Because when you study the Bible, you see that you see that um, you see that matter of fact, when you, when you have a good uh, Bible app and have a keyword, when you search for the word prophecy, you see the first times the word prophecies came out, first one being uh, Numbers chapter 20, which one to go that will be the first time the word prophecy is used in the Bible. Praise God. You will see that it was uncontrolled. Hallelujah. Let's go to Daniel chapter. Sorry, uh, Numbers, right? Numbers chapter 11 verse 25. Now this was when Moses complained to God that the work was too much for him. And God told him to choose 70 people whom he would put a spirit on. Praise God. So, this is what happened. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took of the spirit that was upon Moses and gave it unto the seventy elders 
And it came to pass that when the Spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. This is not a controlled prophecy. Praise God. It was an overwhelming. Hallelujah. Praise God. This was an overwhelming. Hallelujah. What were they prophesying? The word of God. They were not prophesying a vision. It wasn't a dream. It was the word of God concerning the covenant. They were just declaring things concerning the covenant and praising God. I'll show you that one. I'll show you another one. Alright? So, but there remained two of the men in a camp. The name of one was Eldad and the name of the other was Medad. And the spirit rested upon them and they were of them that were written. See, their names were written among the 70. But for some reason they were not in the meeting. They were in the camp. In their tent. But went not out unto the tabernacle. And they prophesied also. They started prophesying right, right where they are. Inside their small tent. They were prophesying. Uncontrollably. So there's uncontrolled prophecy. Hallelujah. Just the way... They can be controlled speaking in tongues, hallelujah, which is the normal, right? But sometimes we can have an uncontrolled speaking in tongues, hallelujah. The Spirit of God can overwhelm us and we just start speaking in tongues. Like that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. When the Spirit of God came upon them, it was an overwhelming, uncontrolled speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Are you following? All right. Numbers chapter 12, verse 6. This is the next chapter, right? So after they had prophesied, Miriam, Moses' sister, and Aaron, they started talking against Moses. They said, we, we are prophesied too. Because it was a spectacular experience. It was uncontrolled. So God is not happy that they... They spoke against. On Wednesday, I was telling you, right? I said, be careful when you speak against a Christian or a minister. Praise God. Because that's what Miriam and Miriam was even, Miriam was the sister. This was not just, this was not an unbeliever. Praise God. Miriam was sister of Moses and Aaron was his brother. Okay? Let, let me just show you a little, right? So that you learn something. Let's start from verse 1. Verse 1. Ready? And Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? They speak against Moses. They speak against the man of God. Somebody comes around you and he's speaking against Pastor. Don't entertain their ears. <laughs> Praise God. Or you're speaking against one pastor. Or speaking against another Christian. Don't don't talk your own. Praise God. And Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. So he married a black woman. And he had married, and for he had married an Ethiopian woman. Next verse. And they said, Had the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses, has he not spoken also by us? And what? And what? The Lord heard. <laughs> Moses did not even hear. <laughs> Moses did not hear. 
the Lord. Here, be careful what you what say against a Christian or a man of God. Okay? Next verse. Now the man Moses was very meek. Wonderful. Above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. The Bible said Moses was the meekest man. He was the most humble person. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Aaron. And he says the Lord spake suddenly. He says come up. Call them out. Moses, Aaron, Mira, come up here. <laughs> and God is not happy that they said this nonsense. But when you think about it, what did they say? Wasn't looking that maybe the scripture doesn't explain how deep it was, first girl, but it must have been deeper than just what they, what they wrote. Next verse. Next verse. And he said, Hear now my words. This is God talking. If there be a prophet among you, I the Lord, that means I Jehovah, right? It's capital letter, right? We make myself known unto him in a vision and i will speak unto him in a dream next verse my servant moses is not so who is faithful in all my house hallelujah next verse with him will i speak mouth to mouth praise god i said be careful what you say against another christian praise god or a man of god even apparently i'm not in dark speeches and in similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore, he says, Wherefore then were ye not afraid? <laughs> God said, How come you were not scared? Hallelujah. I think I gave a quote some time ago. Was it last week? I said, I said, When you are what? When you have the fear of God, right? I said, You were extinct. You were extinct. Men of ministers got highly in love. These people didn't have the, they had small fear. He says, How come you were not? That's what he's telling them. How come you were not afraid? You, you, that means the fear of God you have is people didn't have the fear of God. <laughs> Praise God. He said, How come you were not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? You see, because when you have the fear of God, there are things you cannot say toward things that have to do with God. There are things you cannot say or do concerning the people of God or concerning the man of God. Praise God. The fear of God will control you. Hallelujah. And that's what he's, he's telling these people here. How come you were not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Next verse. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them and he departed. So God, God left in anger. Imagine God living in anger after he has a meeting with you. Let's see what happened to her. And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle. And behold, Mira became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Mira, and behold, she was leprous. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, learn from that, right? Learn. Don't speak against leaders, men of God, wrongly. Amen? You don't know how dear that person is to God. <laughs> you don't know. So you don't want to find out that way. <laughs> Praise God. Alright, let's go back to verse 7, right? Verse 7. Uh, is that verse 7? Where are we? 
Okay, where is it? Uh, verse 6. Yeah, verse 6. I just want to show you something. Verse 6, it says, uh, Alright. So it says, I was. He said, When there's a prophet among you, I will make myself known to him in what? That's a gift of visions. And I will speak unto him in what? A dream. So I said, That's the popular way, popular, the two popular gifts that the prophets had. A prophet sees vision and dream dreams. So they are both prophetic visions and prophetic dreams. And I said vision can be past, present, or future. Praise God. And vision can be, it's, for instance, that's what they call, what they call in many circles, word of knowledge. The gift of the word. It's not the, it's, that's not the gift of the word of knowledge. I told you before. As I, last week, uh, last week, I said the gift of the word of knowledge is about the knowledge of God. The Sophia of God. Praise God. The same thing with the gift of wisdom. Praise God. What they call the gift of word of K or word of knowledge is visions. Is seeing visions. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's what it's called. If you search your Bible, you see that that's what it's called. Hallelujah. That's what it's called. When somebody starts telling you about yourself, say, I see something, I see, he tells you about your life, or that's a vision. Praise God. He has seen a vision. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, and I said, a vision can be, doesn't necessarily have to be something that appears. It can just be something that is heard. Praise God. When, if you study Samuel, first Samuel, when the first time God spoke, spoke with him, the Bible says the word of the Lord came to Samuel. And after telling him what was going to happen, he said in the next verse, the Bible said Samuel did not tell the priest Eli the vision. You see, he called it vision. It was, it was the word that came to him. So when the word of God comes to people, the prophets in the Old Testament, it's called a vision. So I say it can be something that is, a vision can be heard or it can be something that is seen spiritually. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you can find that in First Samuel, uh, in chapter three. Okay, you can just read it. You see it. Uh, I can't go through that now because of time. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, so I, I want to show you something else. Uh, see ya. Now, a seer was, the word seer is what was used for those who had the gift of seeing at certain times. Praise God. So I'm just going to show you some scriptures where you see that. First Samuel chapter 9 verse 9. Verse 9, verse 9, either. Before in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come, let us go to the what? Let us go to the what? For he that is now called a prophet was before called a seer. And that tells you that there was a gap, right? There was a time gap between when this book was written and the event it was talking about. Praise God. It was a lot of years. Let me show you another one. 
Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 11. But when David was up in the morning, the word of the Lord came unto prophet God, David Seer. It's funny, he calls him David Seer. That means he was someone that was close to David. Praise God. Hallelujah. The prophet Nathan was not called David Seer. But this God was always close to David. And uh, it's called David Seer. So you see that the kings, they had prophet close to them praise God all right so um, Deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 1 if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and give thee a sign or a wonder next verse and the sign or the wonder come to pass therefore he spake unto you saying let us go after other gods which thou hast not known and let us let us serve them praise are you seeing that he said if they arise you if they arise a prophet now he's talking about somebody that this is not the spirit of god now right this is a prophet, someone that has uh, uh, another spirit. Praise God. Right? So, and he says, if the person says something and it comes to pass, does, in other words, the person does something supernatural and the person now says, come to, come and worship, stop worshiping Jehovah. Praise God. He said, thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams for the Lord God prevents you to know whether you love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul. Praise God. Next verse. So you shall walk after the Lord, your God, and fear him, and keep his commandments, and obey his voice, and you shall serve him, and cleave unto him. Next verse. And that prophet, and all, that dreamer of dreams, shall be what? Put to death, because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord, your God. Praise God. Which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage. Praise God. It says to trust thee out of the way which the Lord the God commanded thee to walk in. So shall thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. Praise God. So what did God say? He says such presences put him to death. That's what he told them in the Old Testament. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? So it, it doesn't matter. So oh, God is proving them. Hallelujah. So he's telling them that, yes, you're going to get people. You're going to see prophets from other religion or, or prophet of darkness, praise God, that are going to perform miracles. They're going to prophesy. So he's saying that that doesn't mean you should follow what they say. Don't follow them. Hallelujah. Praise God. You see that? So this is also to the church. Hallelujah. It's because somebody does something and it's working for and person i went to that babalao or i went to that prophetess or that prophet and you know that that person says don't go around such people amen don't patronize the power of darkness amen are you hearing me all right 
let's go to um first <laughs> let me say this one um um remember when saul the spirit of god left saul and the evil spirit entered him the bible says the evil spirit entered him and he prophesied <laughs> that's that means he said things uncontrollably right that the evil spirit wanted him to say first girl so um Let's go to First Chronicles, chapter twenty-five, and verse one. Moreover, David and the captains of the host separated to the service of the sons of Asaph and of Aman and of Jeduthun, who should what? Who should what? Prophesy with what? With halves and satraps and with cymbals. And the number of the workmen according so david is bringing the prophets into the house of god praise god he's bringing this people that had this gift of prophesying hallelujah and this was not just this was something this was with instruments hallelujah even when they met saul in that day the Bible said they were with instruments hallelujah so this is what prophetic singing praise god you see so david is David is bringing in the choir, praise God. He's bringing prophecy into the choir. So when David is organizing the choir, he's bringing those with the gift of prophecy. <laughs> praise God. He's bringing those with the gift of prophecy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Choir, are you, are you hearing me? Are you sleeping? See that? With the instruments. So the prophets knew how to play instruments. Praise God. Reminds me one time, there was a time that Elisha was angry with someone, a king, and the word of God, they wanted the word of God. And Elijah was Elijah didn't like the king. The king had done something. Elisha. And uh yeah, so so Elijah after them play the music, play me the play me the instrument. So when he started playing the instrument, the Bible says the hand of God came upon Elisha and he, he started telling them what was going to happen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Next verse. Of the sons of Asaph and Zuchor and Joseph and Natalia and Azarela, the sons of Asaph, under the hand of, of Asaph, which what which prophesied what according to the order what kind of prophecy i think this was a different kind of this was not an uncontrolled prophecy this was a controlled prophecy hallelujah this was this with those that had the gift of prophecy hallelujah amen and it was prophetic singing you see next verse of judoton the sons of judoton Gedalia, seri Wonderful names. Let's go straight to 
<laughs> who prophesied with a harp towards the prophecy was to God. They were prophesying to God. Hallelujah. You see that? So that was not that prophetic. What was that? To give what? Thanks and praise. Hallelujah. You see that? So in the Old Testament, it was those that had the gift of prophecy that were leading the choir. You see that? They were the ones leading the choir. Remember what he says about speaking in tongues. That if you speak in tongues and nobody is hearing, he says you may what you may give thanks well, but the order is not edified. First, yeah, that's because in First Corinthians chapter fourteen, he's comparing speaking in tongues with prophecy. Hallelujah, Amen. And he says, oh, I'll I will what I will pray with my spirit. I'll pray with my understanding also. I'll sing with my spirit. And I'll sing with my understanding. So that's it. So there's prophetic uh, singing also. So the gift of prophecy can be in ministration to the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Acts chapter 21. Acts chapter 21. So well, let's just round up this series. Praise God. Acts chapter 21. Praise God. Verse 1. Glory, glory. Are you receiving logos? I'm going to be fast, okay? You ready? And it came to pass that after we were gotten from there and had launched, and had launched, it says, We came with a straight course unto Kuth. And they had a following unto Rhodes and unto Patara. And finally, the ship sailing over to Phoenicia, Phoenicia, part of the name is more, okay? <laughs> we went aboard and set forth. Now, when we had discovered Cyprus, we left. We left. We left it. Okay, discover Cyprus. Okay, it says we left it on the left hand and sailed into Syria and landed in Tyre. For there, the ship was to unload a burden, and fighting the Cyprus, we tarried there seven days. Who said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go unto what? Remarkable. Are you seeing that? Do you notice that? He says we 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 saw disciples when we came to this part of town, and we stayed with them for seven days. And he said what? He said they they said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go to Jerusalem. Paul was headed for Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And these people, these Christians has the gift of seeing visions hallelujah they were not prophets doesn't call them prophets so they had a gift of seeing visions and it says based on what they saw through the spirit it says they told paul not to go because these were christians and they saw vision hallelujah and they saw that no but paul don't go next verse 
And when we had accomplished those days, we departed and went our way. And they were all brought us on our way with the wives and children till we were out of the city. And we kneeled down on the shore and prayed. That's wonderful. And when we had taken our leave of another, we took the sheep and they returned home again. Next verse. And, and when we had finished our course from Tar, we came to whatever and saluted the brethren and abode with them one day. And the next day, we that were of the company, of Paul's company, departed and came unto Caesarea. And we entered into the house of Philip, the evangelist, praise God, which was one of what? One of the seven, one of the seven deacons, as we call it. We call it deacons anyway. Abode with him. Next verse. The same man had four, he had four daughters, virgins, which, I mean, they married, which did what? They had the gift of prophecy, NLT. Let's say the NLT. Hurry up, hurry up, NLT. NLT version. All right. He had four unmarried daughters who had the gift of what? Prophecy. Remember, the first people had the gift of visions. So they spoke to him and said, ah, they saw a vision of what was going to happen to Paul in Jerusalem. And said, no, Paul, don't go, don't go. Now this Philip, the evangelist, had four daughters which had the gift of prophecy. What's the gift of prophecy? I told you before, right? In the New Testament, when you hear the gift of prophecy, it's not talking about vision. Praise God. It's mostly talking about what? Prophetic preaching. Hallelujah. Prophetic preaching. Hallelujah. To speak the word of God. Uh, uh, to exhort. Hallelujah. In a powerful way through the spirit. Amen. So these ladies had that gift. Praise God. So next verse. The, and say, okay, next verse. And as we tarried there many days, they came down from Judea a certain now this was a prophet. Now the first people had the gift of seeing visions. He doesn't call them prophet. He just said they had the gift. They they spoke through the spirit. Then the ladies he said they had the gift of prophecy. They were not. He didn't call them prophet. But this man is Agab. This was a known prophet in the Old, in the New Testament. And he says a certain prophet named Agabus came to meet them in Philip's house. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's guido, hallelujah, and bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus said the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, the Holy Ghost. So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owned this guido and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Praise God. Next verse. And when he had heard these things, both we and they of that place besought him not to go to Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Instead begging Paul not to go to. Let's hear what Paul said, right? Let's hear what Paul said. And Paul answered, What meaneth ye to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, he knew. Paul knew what was going to happen. He didn't give a care. Praise God. He was set to Jerusalem. And the Spirit of God was showing people vision of what was going to happen. It's remarkable. 
that the Spirit of God showed them a vision, but He didn't tell him anything. Didn't give him any advice. Praise God. And, and sometimes people, some prophets see a vision and they want to tell you what to do. As if God said it. God didn't tell you what to so Sometimes you are the one to make your decision. Praise God. Hallelujah. So they told Paul, oh, this was going to happen. And Paul, Paul already knew in his spirit what was going to happen. And he was fixed on going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was fixed on going. And he said, oh, don't worry. I'm, I'm going to go. Thank you for the vision, prophet. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm ready for it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, uh, so we talked about uncontrolled prophecy. We talked about prophetic singing. Hallelujah. Of prophetic. We talked about uh, prophetic vision, which is seeing visions of past, present, and future. Then in Ezekiel chapter 37, we see prophetic declaration. Praise God. Prophetic declaration. You see that in Ezekiel. I can go into it now. But this was when uh, God was showing Ezekiel the prophecy or teaching him to prophesy to the dry bones, praise God. And as Ezekiel said what God said, now says the dry bones. So you can find that in Ezekiel chapter 37, okay? Read further. So that's an example of a prophetic command, praise God. A prophetic declaration, hallelujah. Amen. So that's one of the things that you can desire, you can use. When I say use the name of Jesus and prophesy, it's, it's declaring Rima. Hallelujah. It's speaking in the name of Jesus, commanding in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So it was uh, an ability that the prophets of old had. Praise God. Praise God. So prophetic declaration is commanding circumstances to change. Hallelujah. Circumstances to bow, to change in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you speak to different situations, different areas of your life, and you declare the word of God, hallelujah, you are what prophesying. Hallelujah. So that's a gift that everybody has. Hallelujah. And can walk in. Praise God. Amen. So remember what Paul said in that uh, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 39. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 39. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Is said, wait for brethren what? Convert desire toward prophesy and forbid not to speak with tongues hallelujah so paul is introducing them is encouraging them to prophesy so that they can be of benefit to another person hallelujah you should know how to prophesy so this is the uh, a prophetic preaching hallelujah amen the prophet prophetic preaching it says he that prophesies speaketh unto men to what edification that's verse two right that's what the verse two same chapter Verse 2 and 3. Okay, verse 3. He that prophesies speaketh unto men toward edification, exhortation, and comfort. So, 
So this is the popular gift of prophecy in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Amen. That is telling us to desire. Praise God. Prophetic utterance. Prophetic speaking. Hallelujah. Prophetic preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. To speak from the revelation of the word. Hallelujah. Amen. And, 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 and defy the church. Hallelujah. And, and uh, I do that sometimes. Praise God. You see, I do that sometimes. Hallelujah. So there's a difference between teaching and prophesying. Amen. You see, sometimes I prophesy. If I start prophesying now, you will start, you know, you will start responding. You start feeling it, right? So there's a difference. So the gift of prophecy is that to speak unto people to edify, to, to, to comfort them. Hallelujah. So when I start prophesying now, you start feeling the heat. Praise God. So that's that's gift of prophecy. Amen. That's a popular gift of prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So understanding spiritual gift. Amen. So understand it. Go through it again. Hallelujah. And uh, and uh, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go ahead and talk to God. Hallelujah. Talk to God. Give him thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. Let's rise on our feet and begin to prophesy. That's prophetic declaration. Hallelujah. Begin to prophesy. Use the name of Jesus. Prophesy over every area of your life. Prophesy supernatural, hallelujah. It says convert to prophesy, convert to prophesy, desire to prophesy. It says in the last day, I'll part my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, hallelujah. Yes, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I'm walking in victory. I'm walking in everlasting protection. I'm walking in prosperity. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. The month of March belongs to me. All things are working out for my good. In the name of Jesus, I'm making progress. I'm moving forward. In the name of Jesus, all things are working out for my good. In the name of Professor, Professor, speak to your month. Speak to the month of March. Oh, yes, we're entering that month this week. Yes, Professor, 
the lines are falling onto you in pleasant places in the name of jesus your life is upward and forward hallelujah in the month of march in the name of jesus oh yes i'm walking in the supernatural oh yes my wilderness is becoming a fruitful field my fruitful field is becoming a forest in the month of march in the name of jesus my life is upward and forward only every area of my life i'm making progress i'm moving forward in the name of jesus oh yes prophesy to your family prophesy prophesy to your business prophesy to your health speak the word of god over your war over your health speak the word of god in the name of jesus speak the word of god the word is in your mouth the word is in your mouth we can all prophesy we can all prophesy oh yes We can all prophesy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, your words are coming to pass. They are coming to pass. Your clouds are being full. They are being full right now. Your clouds are being full right now. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Victory is yours. Victory is yours favor is yours everywhere you go you have favor in the name of jesus favor is yours doors are open unto you in the name of jesus lay up gold as dust lay up silver as stones prosperity is yours abundance is yours the supernatural is yours walk in the supernatural your wilderness is becoming a fruitful field your fruitful field is becoming a forest. In the name of Jesus, the mountains are becoming plain before you. Strength is yours. Wisdom is yours. Guidance is yours. You are functioning with the wisdom of God. You are dealing wisely in every area of your life. You know what to do at the right time. You are doing the right things at the right time. In the name of Jesus, strength is yours walk in righteousness walk in holiness walk in love walk in joy in the name of jesus be healing your body right now i command every sickness to die i command every disease to leave right now be healed in the name of jesus be made whole right now in the mighty name of jesus i command every spirit of infirmity every unclean spirit to leave right now to leave your life in the name of Jesus, I command them out in the name of Jesus that you be healed right now. You are free from them. 
in the name of jesus the everlasting protection is yours all round protection is yours you are delivered from every evil whether it's spiritual or physical whether it's natural or man-made you are delivered from it all in the name of jesus yes victory is yours give him thanks hallelujah grace to you and peace from god i am waleo kiaya ine pastor of center of truth church i would love to specially invite you to center of truth you see when you come to center of truth you see it's not just another church service it's a spiritual training institution the lord jesus said that we should make disciples of all nations that means to raise a people of truth many people go to church but they are not experiencing spiritual growth in their lives listen I tell you the truth, it doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are, it doesn't matter how rich you are, or how poor you may be, God wants to make you what He talks about, like Jesus. And as you fellowship with us, the spirit of truth will build you up, day by day, service by service, such that as the weeks and months go by, you will easily see the changes and progress that you're making in your spiritual life and in every other area of your life. So, make it a date this Sunday. I would love to receive grace to you. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer from your heart. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe he died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.